Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Well, welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela and Anka. Well, it is the start of a new year. So if you're listening back to this years later, after we've done this for years and years, you'll know where we are. But this is the start of a new year. And everywhere you go, you will find planning, journaling, goal setting, leaping forward, all of that stuff. And at the same time, then you'll find the antithesis to that, which is people going, no, I'm still wanting to hibernate. We should go with the seasons. How I've never planned. I don't like planning and I don't like the pressure of it. So we're really going to be unpacking the idea of planning today when it's a good thing, when it's not a good thing. Can you over plan? And is that creative avoidance or do you really are you the type of person, perhaps like me, that needs a plan because you'll just forget what you're going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if you don't have a plan in the first place? But let's unpack this together um, as we go through. So, Anka, you always say to me that you're not a planner. And yet I know that you are probably more um coordinated and have less chaos than I do in my whole world. So talk to me about your journey with planning and not planning and and, and your strategic sort of ways of doing things behind the scenes that you probably don't think are planning, but I think I'm really planned out. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, that's funny, isn't it? It's like, I mean, the whole planning thing, like if you ask me and you just ask me or you you know how do you relate to flying I'm like nah I, I, don't, I don't plan right so it's like I kind of tend to think that but no it's not actually true um what I I for me I look at planning at as the coordinating steps right and I'm a little I'm going into more I, like basically when I'm looking at it like okay there is a there is a destination there's something that I want to achieve I, I'm usually quite flexible on that front of how I'm like oh right you know I want to grow that community like I don't know you know let's just take the dogs for example right I don't I'm not really too attached to a specific number that feels arbitrary to me if the number makes a, a sense for a particular reason but I'm all for it but if I'm just picking out a number to have a goal doesn't mean anything to me so I want to grow that but I'm open for like you know it's like a, if I'm hiking if I look at Mount Everest like there's the summit right but there's a million ways of getting there so I don't I keep a keen eye on the summit like and know so I always know whether I'm heading in the right direction now how much detail that's I think that's really where the where I might be a little bit different from people who love their plans I don't particularly like spending a lot of time on mapping out all the details because I think if they are like too far ahead, 
you know, and I often use that example of like an Everest climb, right? If I'm at base camp or on the way to base camp, I'm not going to waste my time trying to figure out where to put the ice pick close to the summit, you know, because I don't even know yet which path I'm going to take. So it feels too far away to be relevant. There are too many unknowns and, and in there so that I'm like, well, that's a waste of my time. So what I do want to know is like, okay, where's base camp? <laughs> Where am I going to go from there? And plan out into a lot of detail the steps to base camp. Like what's right in front of me? Yeah, I want to map that out. Now, whether you need to write that down or not, well, I don't really care. I kind of tend to hold a lot in my head. You know, where I'm thinking, yeah, it's probably super planned out in my head. I just don't. You know, I kind of write stuff down and then I can't read it again. So that doesn't really help me. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, why should I write it down if I then don't don't actually use it? So but that's different, like however your brain best works. Like I think everybody, as always, you need to figure out what works best for you. But not the main thing, I think, is to not allow not just pick arbitrary goals and then use them to beat yourself up. That's the thing that I think we should be careful about. And I think you're really hot on that. And I think your software brain, your pattern spotting brain holds it in there and sees it. Now, in contrary to that, I've just been thinking about how I really work best as a brain, as it were, how my brain works best. And it's really interesting because if I hold all of that stuff in my brain, um, I find that I really get confused very quickly. What I've noticed, there's two things I've tracked uh, quite recently. And one is a weight loss journey for me. So, you know, new year, new me kind of thing after Christmas. I had to take myself in hand. I mean, I'd eaten just way too many chocolates. So um, and seeing as I have to, I'm, I'm kind of carbohydrate um, insufficient, as it were. So I have to really track some things. So I started, I've got an app that I track it. And as soon as I started to track things and I could see some data on it, I've started to make better decisions. So here's what I didn't do is I didn't sit down trying to create a, a sort of meal plans, first of all. I tracked what I was eating and then started to almost make decisions on the fly based on the fact that I had a certain kind of number. I could see a number that I was trying to get to, but I was making different adjustments along the way that would get me closer to the number. So it's really interesting, isn't it? Seeing how the, seeing that plans can only work if you're working with yourself in the way that you work with the plan. That's what I'm really suddenly hearing in this, in this conversation. I'm like, man, that's really fascinating. That could make a big difference to somebody listening if they start to, to realize, well, how do you, what's, what works best for you in achieving things? For me is I like to see where the at least the number is. And I can, I like the flexibility of adjusting several things along the way. If I have to have a meal plan and I fall off the wagon with the meal plan, I kind of go, all is lost and I'm done for. And before I know it, I'm completely off track. But if I can see where the summit is, a bit like you, you can see where the summit is, but I can choose the path that I'm on. And I can go, I kind of go, well, this is going to get me there quicker, or I'm happier to go slower today, etc. Then that that it gives me a sense of choice rather than I have to. And I think just the person I am, I, I really do feel into into my choices. Um, so so if I don't have a plan, if I have a plan that's too rigid, 
then I'm going to just buck that straight away. Isn't that interesting? Just to even notice that. Yeah. I think like, actually, it's funny how that particular topic comes up a lot in, in, in sort of weight loss kind of things. Like, you know, even if you kind of go overboard a day, like, yeah, mm. just jump back on the, on the mm. wagon the next day. But I think the key is really that piece of knowing yourself and knowing how you best operate because there's no point because I think there's this goal setting and planning is so often advertised as the solution to get stuff done and I don't think it's as simple like you know anybody can write stuff stuff down but it doesn't really matter what you write down if you're then not looking at it again so I think the, the part to really look at is like what information you know and and how does that information have to be displayed and structured so that it actually helps you know what to do next and do the thing, right? So there's some people who just love their little, like a little, like they love the kind of dopamine hit of, of taking off a task, you know, or if that's, well, if that works for you, go for it, right? So there's also the piece that you say, well, then when there's lots and lots and lots of little tasks where the risk that you miss one can kind of make you, yeah. So then you can just basically, it gives you that peace of mind. You're not going to miss any if you can just cross them off. So if that helps, well, then it makes sense to spell that all out, you know? And if it doesn't, if you just write it down so you feel better, you feel kind of like you've planned, <laughs> you know? And then you kind of have it in a notebook that you sort of don't look at again. Well, then what's the point, you know? Oh, I'm so with you because it just takes me back to, a lot of the journey like I'm a big journaler I've loved journaling all of my thoughts all my life but and I've when I've looked back at the journals I've been I have been amazed at some of the things that have happened and taken place that I've written down but the majority of time I used to at the start of the year follow what everybody said to do which was like get a big journal get your candle out you know and get your nice peaceful space put your music on and I'd sit there and I'd do these big elaborate kind of you know 20 say goodbye to to the year before and say hello to the next year and I'd do all of this stuff and by the time I'd ended it I was pretty tired, like I'd already exhausted my energy saying goodbye to the year before. And when it come to the to the year, I really wasn't that in, you know, I would kind of almost put everything down, like over-inspired. And it was very random. And it was probably very influenced by what everybody else or what I'd just been wishing or what looking at somebody else. I wasn't always connected to the authenticity of what I was trying to create. And as you said earlier, what the, you know, whether the actual summit or the numbers or whatever you were trying to do was actually authentic to you in the first place I think there's just this real balance if you're trying to build a business between dream numbers and dream goals versus the you know interim milestones and things that can be really tangible I do remember reading something that was very helpful a long time ago which was to understand the difference between a between a process goal and an aspirational goal and as soon as I understood that the reason why that my journal stayed in the drawer was because I was writing aspirational goals things like grow your email list you know reach an x amount of number because not all of that is dependent on you. And so 
process goals are the ones that you are meant to actually put some attention into because they are the ones that lead to the aspirational goal. But if we just put buy a big house in the country, you know, reach a million dollars, you know, sort of get visible this year, like I'm going to get visible. Well, what does get visible mean? To who? Where? I think it, it, it really invites you to look at all of those journals that you're writing in, all of those big ideas that you're putting down and, you know, sort of put a big cross around some of them when you look at it and go, yeah, but now, like, am I really connected to it? Because the things that I, I, I don't know about you, Anka, but the things that I'm really connected to and I really want to get something done, that'll come in our next podcast, but when I really want to get something done and I'm really up against it, it's amazing how quickly you actually do put the focus and the effort and everything else that's not relevant, at least for that moment, goes off the table. So potentially this year, it, I think what we're really pointing to here is know yourself, know the way that you work best. How do you reach your achievements? What's the way that you go about doing them? And are you really you know, over planning? Is it creative avoidance to write, you know, 90 pages of planning for the year ahead and 365 days of content when you don't even know what February or March is actually going to bring in your business? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, for me, this feels like, why on earth would you want to do that? Because it feels, it kind of, it's based on the assumption that right now you have everything, you, you know, you have all the information that you're going to need for every single step you're gonna take throughout the year. You know, and as you just said, it's like, oh, you don't know who you're gonna to speak to next week <laughs> who might open something up that you never even thought about. So I think that, I think there's something that I kind of heard the other day again in, in the context of excellence and, and around athletes actually, you know, mm -hmm. but it wasn't, it doesn't really matter because it's always the same. It's almost like if you're using the planning and everything you do is just to get to the end goal faster, right? If you just want to get all that nasty little bit in the middle out of the way so you get what you want on the other end, you're always going to struggle. You know, when you think about the people who are, you know, who win Olympic Games, you know, the people who invent something, the people who I was actually a dog trainer, <laughs> funny enough, like one of those who'd won several world championships and stuff like that. And he's basically saying, if you don't enjoy the process mm. of building excellence, of getting better every day and, you know, and taking each step, if you don't enjoy the journey, you know, you're going to struggle getting to the end. And actually, I just saw in my old WhatsApp thingy profile, I have like live like an artist, mm. you know, it's about the painting, not just the artwork at the end. And I think... It's almost like, yeah, have a bit of a look at like, what are you trying to do here? You know, are you trying to shortcut the painting piece? You know, and, and I think it's almost like, make sure you come at this whole thing from the right, from the right place in, in, in your heart, basically. Oh, I totally, that is a, such a good way to just end this particular podcast, because that is an absolute truth. It's like the goal, be careful what you are putting down on there because you've got to enjoy the process of achieving it. And if you don't want to do that, then you're going to struggle to achieve it. So don't, don't do yourself a bad and, and put it down in the first place. What do you truly, truly 
feel that you want to learn and challenge yourself with this year and grow into or what does your business need you to grow into that you can tentatively take those first steps in January right now to go in that direction and I think if we let passion for a for learning the process inform us we might actually look at some of the goals that we're putting down and readjust those at the same time so until next time take care take care thanks for tuning in to the visible coaches podcast if you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature this podcast is your sanctuary if you've enjoyed what you've heard so far make sure to subscribe to the visible coaches podcast on your favorite platform and we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you visit the visible coaches podcast.com now that's the visible coaches podcast.com let's continue to embrace our introverted strength create meaningful connections and make waves in the coaching world until next time